My name is Wazir. And my name is John Muhammad, and we're your host for the Business Building Blocks podcast. Man, how are you doing today? I'm excited. I'm very excited, too. It's beautiful weather here in Houston, Texas. It's warm. Yeah, it's very hot. It's very warm. Yeah. It's, it'll drain you if you're not careful. <laughs> but uh, we actually have a special guest on the show today. This young entrepreneur, I've been actually knowing him since we were about 12. 12. 12 years old. 13. We go way back to like 05. Circa <laughs> DJ Unk, walk it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? A-Town <laughs> Stomp, sure. Lil John. Y'all remember all that. But he has a clothing brand he's been doing for the past two years. I'm very impressed by it. It's quality work. One thing about new clothing brands that you'll see, they do the same thing over and over. One thing about him, he's been very consistent on bringing out new collections every few months. They're, they all look different. They all have a certain theme or concept to it. It's not just clothing. It has a story behind it. So I want to introduce everyone. Y'all have heard him on the sponsors. Yeah. He actually printed our T-shirts. John, owner of Grimes, 1956. Give it up for him, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Introduce yourself. Say what's up. Hey, how you doing? I'm blessed to be here. Blessed to be here for sure, for sure. So glad to have you, man. I want to get right into it. Like, where did you get? Well, basically, what is Grimes 1956? If you could sum it up. Well, how I got here is that, um, you know, in the summer of 2008, my father passed, and then recently my mother passed. So dealing with that, um, I know they both was big into fashion and creative style and. You know, philanthropy as well as far as their moral, as far as like their morals. So dealing with that is all, in, you know, all instilled in me, and that's, you know, I want to, I want to honor them by giving them some tangible, something that they can be proud of. You know, looking down. So that's how I got the, you know, Grimes nineteen fifty six, and it's really a purpose brand. That's how I, I came to know it now. It's really a purpose brand. Just, you know, we at Grimes, we use our creativity, our innovation, just to give back to those. Liked from the beginning was the name. I was like, that's a cool name, man. Like, <laughs> like it could be like a it could be anything. It could be a band, it could be a movement or anything. But what people a lot of people don't know, Grimes is actually a school name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, 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 school yeah, yeah. name. I was wondering, is that your family name? Uh, no, no, no. So Grimes is actually a school here in Houston, which is <laughs> located on uh Houston South Side. So Grimes is actually a school. So Grimes is that well, Grimes is the name of the elementary school my father went to. In the year 1956 is the year um, you graduated. Okay. So dealing with that, whenever I came up with it, I wanted to make something bigger than myself and really honor him in that way. You know, mm. and I, you know, I <laughs> plan to go back. Hopefully, whenever I get everything, you know, like situated and everything like that, whenever I get big enough, I can go back and you know help Grimes and you know help the community build it up. You know, because okay. you know it's kind of you know it's kind of a rough area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, especially especially now in today's time. So that's the biggest thing. I really want to give back. Since I'm using the name, mm -hmm. I want to be able to give back as far as, you know, as far as helping, you know, in, 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 you know, just in some ways that I can. So. so when you say a purpose brand, what do you mean by, like, I noticed, like, how did you get the idea, and I've noticed you've been doing this lately, I mentioned it a lot, that a lot of your collections have some type of, giving back action with it. Yeah. Almost like you've seen brands like Tom and Times and things like that. For sure, for sure. But everything you do gives back. What was the first project that you gave back with? So, um I actually started off with the um 
the uh, Grimes 1956 uh, breast cancer Letterman hats, or mm-hmm. Letterman dad hats, which I have one on right now. So okay. I started off with that, and I really had to, you know, soul search and really, you know, you know, the whole purpose thing, I, I really knew I could, I could do it. I just didn't know how to convict it. So that's the biggest thing. Once I really searched inside of myself, I really saw that, okay, you know, even though Grimes is not a Fortune 500 as of this time yet, I can still be able to fulfill what I actually want to do, which is my purpose is to give back through my creativity. Right. So that's and, why I, you know, started with the, you know, the whole breast cancer hats. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because we're young, and that's I think that's why we gel so well. We hang out a lot, and we mm-hmm. talk about business and what we want to do in the world a lot. And a lot of the times, it's crazy, a lot of the times we're not even talking about what we're doing, basically. It's more like the impact that we wanted to have. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I feel like that's, like, the biggest thing. It's just, you know, you know, who can you impact and, you know, how can they benefit from it, you know? Because, you know, we all have we all have a certain day, you know, certain day we're, you know, destined to leave this earth. And like I said, like, life is gone. Life was here before we got here, and life is going to be here when we leave. So how is it that you can make your mark as far as who you affect, why you affect them, you know, and all that, you know, all that good stuff like that. So, mm. so that's the biggest thing for me, you know, just really honing in and just seeing like, you know, how can I, how can I make grimes about, you know, the people around me and how can they affect other people? You know, cause I feel like grimes is going to eventually, you know, my vision is, you know, grimes has become a community, you know, a whole community for the better, not just clothes. It's just so clothes happen to be my, you know, my platform to show my creativity. Yeah. My true purpose is to inspire others. Yeah, I remember when you first told me about it, you hit me up because I think we linked back up. You had bought my album, and then you were like, yeah, yo, sure, sure. you was like, I want Grimes to be more than just clothing. He's like, I want you to be involved maybe on like the music side or like yeah, for this sure, side. For sure. And I thought that was a genius idea from the beginning. I was like, man, this is on the level of like, if you know Kanye, Donda, yeah. or, yeah. you know, different just creative Groups or entities that cre- you know, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, that branch sure. off in different directions. I think that's cool. For sure. Did, did y'all ever work together on on a project? Did we ever work on? Yeah, one of the yeah. first projects we worked on was the, the your first T shirt. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he, yeah, he had shot something with one of the uh, one of the models, right? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. and then that he brought when I was first starting out, first starting the first middle of the day T shirt. Actually. Okay. Which was, Actually. That, see, look, that was your first t-shirt, and yeah. it was like a breakfast theme or something like that? A breakfast theme, the first middle of the day in correlation, so. And what's crazy, that was your first, I guess you can call it collection, but that was your first piece that you put out. Exactly. It came out with a hat. I had the hat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was crazy is when you put that out, you did a comedy show and your oh, brand right. sponsored the comedy show exactly. on his first, yeah, it, <laughs> on the first project. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We actually went to uh, L.A. and did it out there in L.A. So mm. yeah, it was some good reviews. We had we had a lot of good positive feedback, which I was, you know, it's, it's you know, especially starting out, that was gold to me. Yeah, just like the out. first thing you did. Starting yeah. out, starting yeah. out. Yeah. So I'm glad I was able to even just have the idea, and you know, God put that in place for me. So yeah, I'm just trying to take it and run with it. And, know just do good by it so so it was, a, it was a comedy show and a fashion show well well mainly just like a comedy brunch mm, and i right. had my i had my shirts and i had my caps that i had at the time on display and everything like oh, that I see, so i, I had a at a at a, at a setup but it was mainly just for the comedy brunch we had it at a um you know just one of those local restaurants out mm. there in la so Man, that's, nice. that's creative yeah. 
sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then from there you did the uh, the pop up shop. I remember being at your oh, pop up shop. First collection, first period, first period collection. So, yeah, that was actually you know I was actually not even into the whole purpose idea back then. It was just more you know more just making clothes just to be cool. But um, yeah, that was one of the biggest projects I I actually worked on today. Just one, just you know forming a five piece collection and then, you know just a whole you know pop up shop and trying to get everybody to come and view it and. You know, reviews and positive feedback. So that was just the biggest thing. I think from that collection is where you kind of birthed like the framework for the look of the brand. Yeah. Because I remember from that collection you had the Letterman jackets. Yes. You had the sweaters. Yeah. The like kind <laughs> yeah. of s- yeah, school looking sweaters. Yes. Sir. With the Letterman sweaters, you also had you had like a polo with like 1956 oh, on there. Yeah, I remember. That was I nice. Remember, I remember that one. Yeah, just uh, just keeping in the thing with my brand since Grimes is named after a school or inspired by a school. I always wanted that varsity theme. And even since I even played baseball in high school and college and stuff, I always always felt felt somewhat comfortable wearing varsity clothes and you know the whole idea of it, the whole aesthetic of it. So, yeah. you know, once I was able to make clothes and have a platform, that's when I, you know, Man, like, you know, the varsity theme is my theme. And, you know, dealing with that whole era of 1956s, straight varsity, Letterman polos, Letterman sweaters, Letterman jackets, the whole nine. So, you know, that was just, you know, I really love theme and I really love correlation, mixing, you know, everything in and tying everything with a story behind it, you know, more or less. So, yeah, we kind of going chronologically. After that, <laughs> after that, because I'm, I'm right there with why he doing all this stuff. So I kind of remember it. I remember I went to one of his shoots that he did. It was at like a pool. Oh yeah. What was oh, that yeah. one? It was uh So that was first period. That was a summer collection. That was right. a summer collection we shot. That was actually man, I worked really hard on that one. You know, and it was more, you know, just t shirts and that's when I actually came out with the Letterman caps. Mm. Not it's not not it's not necessarily like the breast cancer hats, but just you know, just for that collection in general. Just like and, that style of hat, yeah. putting a letterman. Yeah, like, I see G, it right now. I yeah, got the G, G for the people who may not be watching. He has, like, a Letterman hat, and it's, like, a, a G yeah. yeah, for the Grimes. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So that's the biggest thing. Like, whenever I came out with that collection in the summer, I just wanted to still keep the Letterman theme, but just make it, you know, to where, you know, it's actually wearable here in Houston, because I know Houston is, you know, like yeah. I said before, it's it's too hot out here, so... It's like a sun out here. Like it's hot, but it's like it's like water in the air. So you like drowning. Definitely is. And being cooked at the ten o'clock room. After ten o'clock or before six, there's no need to be outside. No need to. You ever like cook noodles and accidentally put your face over the water? That's how I feel right now. Like like a sign. Like as soon as you open the oven. Yeah. Man, as soon as you open the oven. So what's crazy is you've. You've actually been, you know, people fresh or whatever since, because we went to high school together. Yeah. You know, middle school and high school. Yeah, for sure. And I remember you always had the dopest stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> you was up to date. He was yeah. one of the only people shopping at Barney's and all these stores <laughs> back when we had a Barney's. And I'm trying to figure out where did you get that from? Like, where did oh, you get that sense of style? Because you were always known for that. Oh, definitely, definitely. My mom, my mom, uh, she definitely was the most stylish, you know, creativity, like, that was her. That was her highlight. You know, everybody, okay. everybody knew her for that. Everybody knew her for being just a sweet lady. You know, of course, mm-hmm. but everybody known her for you know how she dressed, how she you know how she carried herself. So, dealing with that and dealing with my uncle and my grandmother on my dad's side, they were both fashionistas. You know, they're 
you know, from the 50s, yeah, all, okay. you, know, you know, all the way down, you know, different pieces. So I grew up around that. I grew up around this, you know, the whole idea of styling, you know. So that's why I wanted, that's why I actually got everything as far as my know-how and how I put things together and everything like that. So that's mm. the biggest thing, like, you know, just from my mom, you know, like my grandmother and my dad, you know, all that stuff like that, so. How, how are you, you know, a lot of people have an eye for things. Like, they have an eye for clothes or they have an eye or an ear for music. For sure. What made you be like, I don't want to just buy clothes. I want to create them and I want to create a business around it. Man, it's actually, it's actually pretty funny. I was actually in college, college. And, um, you know, he's actually like my big brother, but he's actually my cousin, you know, realistically. But, you know, my cousin Craig, he actually... Uh, came to me one day because I was taking pictures at the time. You know, I was taking pictures. I wasn't even thinking about clothes at that time. I was just wearing clothes, just you know, you know, you know, like just to be fresh or be cool. And then Craig came to me one time and he was like, "Hey, man, you know, like, why don't you think about actually making a business for yourself?" I didn't really think of it, you know, like too heavy or anything like that. And it's so funny that I came up with the name like Grimes Nineteen Fifty Six. It just popped into my head, you know. So I was definitely blessed on that that end of that factor. So. um yeah, so that's the biggest thing. Like, I just, you know, I just, you know, just from humble beginnings, I just took it from there. And then, you know, I just started learning about business. I really wasn't a business person, you know, too much. I was more of a creative type, you know, you know, just pure intentions. And I started learning about numbers and, you know, business, how to make things work. And I'm still learning that the fact, you know, but that's how I was able to take it, you know, just from humble beginnings and just see like, you know. Hey, man, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Like, I can, cool. I can like, really do this. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And I love how things come to me somewhat naturally. So that's why I feel like maybe it was, a, you know, like a gift from God that, you know, hey, you know, you have this platform now, you know, just show me the glory and help others, you know, actually receive me. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. And you did the hardest part. You, you always tell me, my father, John Muhammad, <laughs> you always tell me, you always used to tell me that, once you get the ball rolling, the hard yeah. part is getting the ball rolling. Yeah, after that, just keep it. And and you telling me that made whenever I start something, I'm like, let's do it in a full way. That's why we got all these this huge production <laughs> on this podcast right now. It's a real yeah. thing right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you get out of whatever you put into it, and and a lot of people get discouraged in the beginning because it's real difficult in the beginning. But if you ahead of time, if you understand that principle. You know, if you if you can imagine a big boulder mm-hmm. and getting that boulder going, it's gonna take a lot of effort. But once it once it start rolling, you got that momentum going. Oh, for sure. And then it's it's easier then. But you know, uh, like now we gotta get uh, we gotta get a fan base. You know, we gotta get an audience. We gotta get a listening audience. And once we get that listening audience, then we can always feed them. It, it we can always. Um, cater to them, right? Uh, and uh, th- that's the easy part. But the, the beginning part is getting their attention. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part, right? For sure, for sure. For sure. Just staying consistent, staying yeah. consistent. I know, you know, me and you've been friends since, you know, since junior high. You know, and this is the a biggest thing ago. for us. Like, you know, we always we always talk about, you know, just staying consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, just building each brick, one by one, day by day, and eventually you have a wall, and eventually you have four walls, and then. You know, years down the line, you actually have a building. You know, then you can expand off of that. So that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, I know, I like, I, you know, just like, you know, just for you and me, I just feel like we just need to stay consistent. Yeah. You know, yeah. just 
you know, stay relevant to, you know, who we're trying to reach. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we, I like the fact that, like, the fact that you change what you, like, you always re, not, you're not necessarily rebranding, but you put, you're bringing the brand forward. You know what I mean? The exactly. brand is growing. Exactly. You're not staying stagnant. You're not doing the same thing, expecting different results. Exactly, exactly. Because I just, you know, I just realized that, you know, still in the infant stage of crimes, I still need to see what's my niche. Like, how can I, how can I make my mark? And you know, you know, what can people know me for? You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, is just, you know, figuring out who I am and figuring out my voice in that in that same process. As far as you know, this is what crimes is. This is what we stand for. You know, so on and so on. So that's the biggest thing for me. It's just seeing who I can reach and you know how can I do it as far as what I put out there. You know, as far as for the customer. So, in your opinion, what brand is doing it right? Like, what clothing brand do you look at? And like, okay, yeah, they're doing it right. Man, it's um, man, it's a brand out out there in L.A. Uh, Midnight Studios. Okay. You know, and then um, so I don't know the guy personally, but I've been following for a while. A guy named uh, Shane Gonzalez, and you know, you know, it's actually funny. He's um, Kendrick is wearing his tour. Well, like wearing his clothes on his tour right now. He's wearing oh. all of his like all of his clothes, okay. and that's actually it's actually funny. Um, I think he went to school with Jalen, or you know was actually friends with Jalen. So that's how I actually found him like a long time ago. But you know he's still in an infant stage. But now he's, you know, he's blowing up working with Virgil. And so he's like our age then, or he was just in school. Oh with Jay. yeah, well yeah, he's probably maybe. A, at max, probably two years older than us, but wow, he's now. You might as well plug Jalen. Who is Jalen? <laughs> yeah, Jalen is one of our close friends too. Yeah. We've I've been knowing Jalen since elementary, and he's also been knowing him since elementary. But yeah. we didn't know each other. They were on the same baseball team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and Jalen sure. is the artist that did you. Yeah, he's actually the one who did my album art. Uh, right. He did two of my album arts. He did one of my early ones too. But yeah. He's just a uh, he's a visual artist. He paints. He does a lot of stuff. But uh, one of our childhood friends oh, that yeah, we for sure. yeah very he's very influential to it in our group of like people who we grew up with. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. Uh, like, I, you know, I just see like he's doing a lot of great things. A lot of great things out there in L.A. Working with ASAP Rocky and Connor, like all those guys who have a voice in the fashion world. Mm. You know, and I want you know, you know I hope. You know, actually, one day I can follow in his footsteps and maybe get beside him and see, you know, how is he doing it. So, you mentioned ASAP Rocky and you mentioned uh, Ian Connor and all these dudes. Ian Connor is one of the stylists for Kanye, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And a lot of the times when we look, this is a good time to segue into this, but a lot of times we look at hip hop, you know, artists, rappers, and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're usually wearing high fashion brands. Mm -hmm. Not only that, they may even mention it in their raps as like a commercial or something like that. Exactly. How do you feel about how those brands perceive hip hop? Do you think they want us wearing it, or do you think, or does it vary between brands? Is it not, you know? Uh, yeah, I think it varies between brands, depending on which brand you're talking about, mm -hmm. either a luxury brand or a streetwear brand or, you know, something like that. But I think just overall, the fashion community has become more acceptive to, to artists, to music artists, because we're now like, you know, you know, you guys are celebrities. You guys are you guys are more fashion influencers than we are. You know, some actually designers are. You know, mm. and it would be you know idiotic for us not to have a working relationship with you guys. Not you know, so you know, Ann Connor, all those guys like that. Like they definitely they definitely have a voice. And you know, I definitely see the fashion world are more you know more acceptive to 
who they are and their creativity. Yeah, because you can see the results. How many people, and I don't know if we mentioned this before, but you remember the Gucci flip-flops? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, what Future <laughs> did for the Gucci flip-flops? is amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. Like, people wouldn't even be wearing them if it wasn't for that line. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. I didn't even know Gucci made flip-flops. No, I didn't either. You know, well, until why, Future. Why do you give credit to Future instead of the, the rapper Gucci? Gucci, man. Oh, yeah. Well, Gucci, man, did he wear, I don't know if he wears Gucci. I think he well, did I mean, at a yeah. time. He's having that name is promoting yeah. that oh, brand. Yeah. yeah, that's true, yeah. That's like that's like Kanye calling himself Louis Vuitton Don. Did a lot for Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah, for sure. For that sure. is that true. collaboration back in the day, you know, with those Louis Vuitton Dons, like those shoes and the Jaspers and yeah. stuff like that. He definitely, definitely made a mark and definitely, he brought, I think he brought Louis Vuitton to, to a streetwear or to an urban community as well. You know, as far as, you know, as far as the creativity and his, and the, you know, his whole outreach. I feel like he really, you know, did some type of impact for him. That's always been a part of rap, which is interesting. Because you can look at uh, Tupac and uh, Versace, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He used to always wear the Versace shirts and uh, all that kind of stuff. And people used to try to, like, clown him because Versace is, like, I think Versace is gay or something like that. <laughs> so uh, they used to be like, yeah, oh, you I mean, wear Versace. common in the fashion <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. But you look at Kanye and Polo also, the Polo. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you know, I know music and, you know, fashion is always intertwined. We're always trying to innovate ourselves and, you know, just trying to strive for higher. So, you know, fashion and, you know, they music is always going to be, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Any type of creativity outlet, I feel like, always can go, you know, hand in hand, always in the same circle. Yeah, because I remember you mentioning you wanted to do you wanted to do film at, oh, yeah, at a certain sure. point. Oh, for sure. I love film. I love like, film. I'll get random calls from John like, bro. So I got this idea for a film, okay? Like, listen, be <laughs> like, yo, like, yeah. And it's actually, and actually, funny because you know the ideas I have for you know my films and stuff like that, I I usually try to revolve them around Grimes, just you know, because I feel like you know how I create is that I would, I would see a movie or I would see like a play or something like that, and I would love the uh, you know love the clothes that they have on. So and that's just kind of like you know sometimes my inspiration as far as. My collections or, you know, just certain pieces I put out. It's just I'll look at a movie or I'll look at a film. I'll just look at everyday life, you know, just driving through Houston and I'll see, oh, man, this is a great idea. So, and, you know, just writing a film. I would love to write a film as far as for Grimes and how to, you know, intertwine those, you know, like two fa uh, two uh, factors, which is fashion and, you know. Yeah. That's what's cool about Grimes. Grimes is almost like a, it's almost like a universe you're creating. You know, <laughs> with every collection, you like adding on to it. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Like it's this part and that, you know, the school idea. And then it's like, for sure. You have this idea. I don't even want to mention. We're not going to yeah, mention oh, this yeah, other idea sure, you're working sure, on right for now. Sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I have to come, I have to come back in the wintertime and actually come, you know, actually talk about it. I announced so, that, yeah. That's so how I'm going to talk about it. But, but yeah, for sure. Like I said, I mean, you know, I know I invited you to that, um, the St. Jude's Walk on the 23rd of, uh, you know, uh, September, I think it is. So that's a you know that's you know that's one thing I would you know love for all of my friends. That's why I, that's why I kind of really enjoy the idea of giving back and having a purpose because you know I can bring my friends to hey we can all do this you know cool thing together. And in that same process, I you know I come to realize that they can also find their own purpose. Maybe it doesn't have to be in clothes or it has to be in design or film or whatever, but they can find their own purpose as far as what does the breast cancer hat mean for them or what does the brain cancer hat mean for them. You know, how can they how can they find their own purpose and how can I allow them or give them a, a platform to where they can now actually see it or actually realize it? Mm. So, 
Yeah, that's one thing about you, man. Anybody around you, it's like you want them to see their full potential. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Because, you know, just, you know, cause I, uh, I think my dad told me one time is that, you know, if, I don't know, uh, in order to, what do he say? Um, in order to be a good friend, what do you say? Well, if you want a good friend, you want to be a, a good, good friend. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I had to, I had to think was that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. For, sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, that's I was crazy. Just, it's like, it kind of like messed me up in the mind. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. So that's why, you know, I don't want to do a disservice to anybody as far as, you know, my friends are the people that I'm around the most. That, you know, if I have prior knowledge and I see you doing something, you know, it'll be a disservice for me not to tell you or at least advise you like, hey, you know, maybe move this way, move, move left or right instead of moving up and down, you know, because... You know, that would, you know, that's one thing I would never want any of my friends to do is, you know, them seem, you know, me walking into a brick wall and they don't inform me that it's going to hurt, you know, prior to me walking into the brick wall. So, yeah. How do you, because I've noticed this about you, but no matter what's going on in your life at the time, you kind of always have the same energy. And that's, it's yeah. almost strange at times. And it's like, man, like. When you have the same, not only do you have the same energy, you convert anything negative going into life, going on in your life into like positive momentum. Yeah. Like yeah. you turn that into like inspiration you for yourself. Don't get, you don't get discouraged. You don't get tired. For sure. For sure. And I think that's mainly just because I've been blessed over the years. You know, I'm blessed. And I know, you know, you know, I would, you know, I would have tough times, but anybody has tough times. And I always say that there's somebody out there going through it worse than I am. And like I said, I'm just blessed to be in the fact to where I'm even able to sit with you guys and even talk about something that I like that once was an idea in my head actually become tangible. So in that same instance, I can't be anything but grateful. So that's why I never really try to dwell on negative. Now, not naturally like I get down or I get negative sometimes or whatever, but I also have to remember that, you know, that this is not really about me. You know, grounds is not really about me. You know, my feelings are really never, you know, should be the forefront. It's always should be about somebody else and how you can make them better. Because in that same instance, I'll be making myself better as a person. So, man, you got some good life philosophy. What <laughs> <laughs> the business? Yeah, man, this is like a young philosopher. <laughs> I, I swear, I swear. Uh, do you have you ever had like a, a? I never. You never really mentioned this, but have you ever had like a mentor in the fashion sense, like? Do you, is there anybody you call and it's like about fabrics or something like that or where to get the wholesale or something like that? Man, not necessarily in a fashion fashion game per se, but more, you know, more on the business side. I actually have, because um, I actually coach sometimes too. I actually coach some, um, I coach like a travel ball team. and Baseball, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And there's a parent who actually came on a team about a year ago. He actually, um, he actually owns his own security company. So, um you know, he's been advising me on different things as far as philosophy and business and tactics and everything like that. But just in the whole, just pure fashion, not anybody that I can just say offhand, you know, that I know personally. You know, I look at different different guys and I try to pick their brains about certain different things on the Internet, but not anything that's just, you know, personally, you know, so. Mm. How do you, how do you market your your brand? Do you do, so you just, do shows a lot? Or? Um, shows and then you know I just try to contact people and you know just try to put myself in a position to succeed. You know, and you know my biggest thing is just using social media as a platform. You know, not just getting the 
you know, dwelling all the negatives or all like the, you know, like foolery dealing with like Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. You really use it as a platform, you know, so that's, you know, so that's how I usually like market and, you know, I usually have shows and, you know, pop-ups and stuff like that. Or I usually like update my website and, you know, bring out new collections and tell everybody about it and, you know, just get their feedback so I can, you know, actually and then in that sense improve the product. You know, you, you have some very attractive uh, ads. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Models, models. I mean, <laughs> models and beautiful models and and just professional work. I mean, it's thank just, you. It's just thank it's you. very attractive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and it's pretty, I guess because you were able to, like you said, you used to take pictures. Yeah. So you are, by trade almost, a photographer. Yeah. So everything you do has that element of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like I said, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy how, you know, how everything works that, you know, I was taking pictures, not even thinking about actually doing clothing as a, you know, as a, you know, as a, you know, you know as an actual career. And that now, since I'm doing clothing as actual for real, I can now take my own pictures. And if not, if I, you know, or if not, I can hire a photographer and tell them exactly how I see it, exactly my vision. Therefore, you know, I can be on the other scenes making that stuff better on the back scenes. Mm-hmm. So, so it's actually crazy how everything intertwines. And, you know, you know, like you and music, you know, we're always finding different, you know, different collabs we can do as far as, you know, different films or different, you know, music ideas or, you know, just music for my, you know, for like my little videos and snippets and stuff, so. Yeah, it's interesting because um, you don't know what you're preparing for when you just living. Like when we were younger, we didn't know oh, what we nah. were preparing for. Kind nah. of. You know what I mean? Not definitely not. Enjoying high school, enjoying the times <laughs> together. That's just... We just walk around <laughs> laughing at people. Like, it was just like, it wasn't, <laughs> we yeah, didn't know uh, what we were doing, oh, you know? Nah. No, but definitely not. in that time, like I said, you were already shopping and putting stuff together, putting outfits together. Yeah. So you, I think you started taking pictures during that time? Yeah, I started taking pictures. My uh, my mom actually got my, my, uh, my first camera, I think as a graduation gift. You know? oh. and I wasn't really never into pictures. I actually took um, a photography class in high school and I hated it. Oh, okay. I, I absolutely hated it. And it's just so happened. My mom, you know, she purchased me my first camera post high school graduation and, you know, ever since then I've just been taking pictures. I love the idea of creating a story behind it. You know, I always, I always, I always love a story. I always like telling a story, expressing a story, creating a story. You know, so that's the biggest thing about Grimes. It is a story. It is a purpose. And you thought about this when you were in, in school, you said? And yeah, you were college. at? In college. At Southern University. I was okay. at Southern University playing baseball, doing the whole nine. You know, and, you know, I just started venturing into cameras. I was that guy that always had a camera. I was that guy to play baseball and always had a camera on me. You know, so if anybody went to school with me, or knew me personally, they all know, you know, that, you know, you know, whether it's of, you know, a film camera or a digital camera, they always knew I had some type of like camera around me. And then my last year, that's when I think, uh, last year, that's when I think I made my first shirt. Last mm. year. Well, like my last year in college, that's when I made my first shirt. I think the summer of 2015. That's when I actually, you know, like left school. So, you know, I've been at it, cracking at it, you know. Man, you, you've never been. Like you say, you was walking around with the camera. Everybody knew you took pictures. Yeah. A lot of people who have a talent and stuff like that, what is it called when you when you blessed with a gift and somebody hid it under the bushel basket? How did how that work? <laughs> or or no? Well, 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 one thing about I'm about it, to say three people got a gift. One person did it, and the other person hid it. These are talents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what is it? It's a scripture. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. One. One. Uh. Uh. The master was going around giving the talents. And he gave one uh, one of his servants one talent, another one he gave two, and the other one he gave like four or something. 
uh, and he left. And then on his return, he asked them that they multiply their talent. The ones that he gave multiple talents to, they did. But the one that only had one talent, he buried it. He said, I still got it. I buried it. <laughs> right. But he was the one that was punished because you should use your talents and gifts. And and, and you're blessed when you when you learn your purpose. And I think uh, one of the things you probably was driving at, if you enjoy what you're doing and you uh, do it for free, not being paid for it, mm-hmm. that's probably your purpose. <laughs> You know, and if you do, if you choose that to do as a career, people will pay you for it, and it'll never feel like you're working. You're having, you 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 enjoying yourself, or you enjoying your work, and uh, and it seems like that's what what you two are talking about. I mean, you probably can go on and on about it because this is your lane. You know, this is your this is your your area. We can talk for hours about that. We always do. Yeah, you know, we always do. My headphones went out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally do talk about it all the time to the point where it's like, I don't know. I guess we laying out the game plan or reinforcing things yeah. that we learn and then exactly. we bring it to each other and like, look, looks like this is working. You know, that we're not selfish with information. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, you know, like I said, iron sharper and iron, you know. So yeah. like I said, if you have an idea, you know, which you gave me one of the you know best ideas I ever had, that I'm probably going to come out with this winner. You know, I never would have thought about that and vice versa. Like, I always love, and that's why I love about, you know, you know, like Kat, like our other friend, is that we can always share and be like, you know, hey, you know, like this is cool or whatever. Not even stepping on each other's toes because we're not even in the same lane, but we can see from, you know, our outside perspective that, hey, like, you know, like I think this would be cool or this would be cool or you should change this or maybe do that or whatever. Just give them friendly advice as far as just to see them better themselves. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, just dealing with that since we're such close friends, you know, once... You know, once we better ourselves, like the whole, uh, you know, you know, the whole trifecta, you know, like you know, actually becomes better. Yeah, because we cr- we create like a climate of like ambition and creation and things like that. For sure. Like you mentioned, Kat, I'm actually wearing her necklace right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure. wearing something she made, or I may be wearing one of your t-shirts, or yeah. you know what I mean. So we always intermix what what each other are doing. Basically, y'all come to my shows sometimes. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. so it's pretty like. We got I mean, y'all really breaking that stereotype that we can't work together. I mean, I'm, I'm really marvel at, at what y'all saying. I'm impressed because uh, this networking, this this teamwork, you know, and the, the lack of competition. I don't I don't see you being threatened by him and him being threatened by you. All y'all other friends that y'all are working with, uh, you grow together. Yes, sir. you know, and and in this circle, this circle of interdependence. That uh, we we no man is an island, you know, on his own, you know. In order to be success, successful, uh, you must work with others, the team effort. You know right. But uh, oftentimes we were told that we couldn't work together, but you all are working together. We're working together right now. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, that's really the future. Oh yeah. What we're yeah, looking absolutely. at is the future, and and I'm just excited to sit back and. Listen in. <laughs> yeah, that's what they build those big tables for, them boardroom tables. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so big business is meant for multiple people to do at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. What well, conversation rules the nation? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, it starts with an idea. You know, and, and, and a lot of times we talk about things, but the action don't always come with it. And what we see with you all, y'all are executing a lot of the things that we dreamed about. 
you know, and, and, and that's what we want our audience to do. What our audience to do is to move out on their dreams, to act on their dreams, to make steps, even if they tiny baby steps. But, you know, move in that direction, you know, and then you can always, like you said, if it's just one one step or one block, you can build on it. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's, uh, you know, that's how, you know, just dealing with, you know, parents and, you know, family and stuff like that, they always tell me, you know, Set your goals high and look at the goals, but look at the objectives. You know, look at the steps you need because those are the things you're going to have to execute. Those are the things you're really going to have to go into detail and see how is it done, how is it made, you know, how can you execute it. So, you know, I just feel like just, you know, just dealing with, you know, kids our age, you know, we 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 sometimes get overwhelmed, I guess you would say, just about the overall big picture. But if you just take just little steps and just look at the objectives, you know, you know, you know, like your things become so much clearer. It's easier to move yeah. and actually move in direction with it. Yeah. You say that to me all the time. You say you either moving forward or you going backwards. backwards. You never stay the same. Never so, stay the you same. You say that all the time. Never stay the same. <laughs> it's either getting better or you're getting worse. Yeah. You know, and I actually heard that from my old baseball, that's an old baseball coach saying, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like you never stay the same. You always get better. You always get worse. You know, so try to, you know, fall forward. Yeah, and I think that's why you have that inspiration-type tone when you're talking to people, yeah. because you coach. Yeah. So you come yeah. from pulling things out of, of people, people. Yeah. that they necessarily didn't know was there. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And the crazy thing is, I never knew I was going to be, you know, coaching. I was never a, a coaching-type player when I was playing, you know. But just so happened, my cousin, you know, he actually had his own travel ball team, and he asked me to come help him. And, you know, I like, you know, just influencing kids, just an idea of baseball, just... You know, just telling them steps that I made that were correct and steps that I didn't make that was correct. You know, just so they won't have to bump their heads not as hard. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's real easy. It was, it was real wise to profit from my experience than your own. You know, just so you can see, like, okay, you know, he did this. You know, move there. You know what I'm saying? Move this way, that way, or whatever. That's the biggest thing we're doing with our, with our, uh, with our baseball program this year is actually getting them early. You know, actually getting them early and telling them, yeah, you know, this is how it's going to be when you get to high school. These are how scouts are going to look at you, you know. The whole so time. let's not get ahead of ourselves. We didn't even introduce that aspect of it. The, Craig, who is your cousin, right? Yes. He is your partner in Grimes, and you are his partner, I guess. Y'all are partners yeah. in your own you little sure? league team, basically, baseball team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so y'all yeah, have two have, businesses going on at the same time. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. He has he has his coaching thing, which he's which he's really passionate about. You know, I'm more passionate about the fashion, but I love to help him coach, and I love helping him seeing his business grow, you know, so. Man, man. And then we said cousins. That's family. That's his family. <laughs> and we talked about last week, we talked about athletes who necessarily didn't hit make it to the pros or whatever. Right. The, but they don't know how to... You know, adjust. Back. How to yeah. back, huh? These are two athletes who love the game of baseball. Right. And your cousin Craig figured out a way to turn that into some type of. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Because that was the biggest thing, you know, since, you know, since me and Craig are, you know, actually only children, we had to play with each other. You know, he lived maybe about five down, uh, about five minutes down the street from me or whatever. So we had to play with each other every day, every summer or whatever. My dad used to go pick him up from like high school and stuff like that. So. You know, that's the biggest thing. Our dad told us, well, you know, well, you know, his dad and my dad, like that, that they both explained that, you know, even if you make it to the major leagues, you know, realistically, you're probably retired by your 40 years old, you know, so you have 
you know, 50-something years left of your life of your best to live that long to actually do something on this earth. Yeah. So it's better to figure that out now to when, whenever, you know, you get to that point. So, you know, so you actually know what you want to do. So that's the biggest thing, like, our dad told, you know what I'm saying, like, our dad's told us is that, you know, baseball is cool. Baseball is just a game. That, you know, you know it's, it's, it's just a platform, you know, just a platform for you to see the bigger picture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you have, like, a bigger voice. Wow. It's all right. Very interesting. Mm. I, I've i noticed that um, when we were... Well, actually, I've, we, I actually know Craig. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, I remember yeah. when we were in middle school, Yeah, we were... Uh, a lot of people probably know about this. We were world-renowned. <laughs> the legendary... Step team. Step step team. <laughs> the legendary step, step team of step M.O.D., team. the men of distinction. And that's actually where we, where we became friends. This is interesting. I'm just telling this story just for the fun of it. Yeah. But we were actually in a middle school fraternity, kind of. Is that what they wanted it to be like? Yeah, almost. almost and we yeah. were online. We had to memorize all these things. Yeah. And we used to have to, like, they used to make us get in the TV like that right there yeah. and have to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We went through a lot of crazy oh, things, and definitely. they told us at the time, they was like, this is a brotherhood. These people you around right now, y'all going to be friends with on into y'all 20s. <laughs> and what's crazy is, we actually are right, cool so into our twenties. Yeah, it's really crazy. All right, and we we still know a lot of those people that oh, were yeah, with for us. Sure. For sure, it's really inter- interesting. Like, yeah, it's crazy that you know, just you know, for us just doing it in humble beginnings, just you know, just like the cool thing to do in you know middle school. Like we want to have fun and all that stuff. We like were like that. performing at pep rallies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Trying to be the cool guys on campus or whatever. But it was actually crazy that we was actually setting ourselves up as far as. Like structurally and morally, how to become like better men, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and you know, this is not, not not seeing a better picture, you know. Obviously, when we we're twelve or thirteen, but it's actually crazy that we both were in it, and we're both, mm-hmm. you know, actually now working together as far as a working relationship, friendship, or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, it's just crazy how things actually that, like that, that's what work fraternities out. are supposed to be for. You know, we talk about rites of passage and culture. Uh, that's what the fraternities. Uh, really modeled after, and you all just did it younger. Yeah, <laughs> Usually, actually. that's done in college, right? That's real funny, man. We, we <laughs> that's actually why I didn't really play it in college. Like I wasn't really thinking about it, even though you know I probably would have liked to, but I, you know, I just didn't have time. You know, and you did the gents in high school too. Like, yes, yeah, so, yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, I had the foundation already set in, you know, you know, high school and middle school and all that stuff like that. So I didn't really feel the. Especially with playing baseball and all that stuff like that. So, is there anything if you could? And up to this point, we're actually at the beginning, or you're actually at the beginning of what you're building right now. Yeah, still, yeah. But even so, is there anything that you would have just either changed or done earlier, or wish that you would have realized in your teens or anything like that? Um, Almost like advice to your yeah. younger self. Not at. Not necessarily, because I always look back and not, you know, I actually, you know, I actually was, you know, thinking about, maybe, you know, actually thinking about, you know, say if I would have started crimes in high school or whatever. But I always tell myself that, you know, everything and, you know, everything you, you know, you put on this earth to do has a time and has a place. So, you know, you know, me, my older self telling my younger self in high school, I would have told myself to still stay the same, still stay a kid, because that's what the times I actually, I really enjoy. Because I actually know now that it's starting to get, you know, quote unquote real because, you know, we had bills, we had all this stuff like that. We have, you know, you know, all these, you know, all these responsibilities. Where in high school, me and you, you know, we actually wake up, 
you know, have fun, go to school, like joke yeah. around at lunchtime. You know, we always ate lunch together and all that stuff like that. So I would just tell myself just to be pa- more patient, mm-hmm. more patient. Don't try to rush the process. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to rush it because, like I said, if you rush the process, it's better to do it right one time than you rush it and do it three or four times. That's good advice. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that the other day. I heard that the other day, actually. Yeah, yeah. Construction. That's that's a little motto that we have. Yeah. It's funny how there's so many like uh, parallels between businesses or like disciplines. It's like a. um, It's universal principles. Universal principles just apply differently depending on what industry you're in. And that's almost the foundation of our show. Like we want people to have things. Yeah, that are tangible that they can actually do. We want to look at examples right. of the principles, and 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 they really come to life. Yeah, and this is crazy because you talked about the time and the timing of everything, and you say you were blessed with an idea, and it's almost like you know that for a fact because it almost feels like you said it popped into your head. It's it almost to where you don't know where things are coming from. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I said, I just, you know it's crazy that I even thought of Grimes nineteen fifty six. Like it just. It literally seems like one day I was just writing Grimes 1956 on paper and stuff like that and putting it on Instagram and putting it on Facebook and all that stuff like that. Like, I didn't really sit down too long and just see, like, you know, like, what name can I name this idea or business I want to do? It's just, I feel like it just came from, you know, a higher power, which allows me to just work as magic through through my creativity. Yeah, because it's almost like if you're forcing it, you know what I mean? Then it's probably not what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. A lot of the time. Sometimes people are living other people's dreams. Yeah. And you can kind of <laughs> tell, like, you're just doing that because you've seen it work for somebody uh, else. Yeah. I don't know if that's really what you want to do. do. You know what I mean? Well, you're just doing it for money. Oh, you're just doing it for money. <laughs> yeah. It's just a hustle for you. Yeah. Because we see that. It, you know, you, you, can, you can speak to this, but some of the things that people do as far as clothing is concerned is almost kind of like hacky or like... Yeah, just for, you know, just for the times, you know, which is, you know, which is finding your own right. But like I said, I just, you know, dealing with me and dealing how I was raised up as far as this idea of fashion and style in itself, like I was always raised in, you know, just make something timeless, you know, to where it can really never be replaced. I always keep something that, you know, more of less is just like a souvenir to you, not just something you can just see one day and then throw it in the closet. You know, something that you actually enjoy, something that can actually be personal and work for you. You know, cause that's the biggest thing for Grimes. I never wanted to be just all about just making cool clothes and making a fashion or, you know, that you know like the latest things as far as either in denim or in wool or in whatever the case may be. I just wanted it to be something that the consumer can actually enjoy and actually take something from it as a personal meaning to it. That's why, you know, I'm really harping on, I'm really getting into finding the purpose, even in Grimes, you know, because I... F- you know, I found my purpose as far as my personal self, but finding like, but now finding the purpose in, in Grimes in itself. And that's kind of like, I guess, a hallmark of what you call Grimes 1956. That era in the 50s is kind of known for quality things being made, right? Exactly, exactly. Like, if you look at the cars from that time, they made out of metal, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It feel like everything was made, you know, either by hand or, or you know, you know, they had some type of patience or they had some type of, you know, not just a popcorn, you know, here, you know, have this T-shirt, let me make this and then just go sell it. You know, they actually took their time and they actually, I feel like that's why, you know, I'm even, you know, even trying to bring that back as far as not even trying to mass produce everything, you know, just making it personal, actually a personal gift to the consumer. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing for me. Why I actually like, 
you know, buying things myself because it's something personal to me, not just, you know, oh, it's a nice color or it's a nice jacket. I always thought it was interesting. Oh, what? We're out of time. We want to get some contact information. Oh, we are running out of time. I, you know, it starts flying by <laughs> when, you, when you get to rolling. Yeah. Yeah, where can people, if people want to get your brand, like where can they find it and things like that? Or uh, Well, my website is uh, www.grimes1956.com. And um, you can either reach me there or reach me on Instagram at grimes1956, at Facebook at the same name. Or you can just shoot me an email and... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What's your, uh, shout, shout your email out. Uh, it's info, I-N-F-O, at grimes1956.com. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just shoot me an email. Like I said, we're doing that. Uh, we're doing the cancer walk next month, so I'd love to see you guys. If you guys want to come out, we have we have, uh, we have grime shirts, custom grime shirts, and, you know, mm. really giving back to a good cause, and we'll love to, you know, like do the whole morning thing, the morning run and the morning walk, and then we'll probably go have a bite to eat afterwards and just hang out as people, hang out as a community. For sure. This is the Business Building Blocks podcast, and we like to give our listeners one piece of advice. We like to call it a block. Do you think that you can give them one piece of advice that they can live by that, that can make them successful? Mm. Uh, I guess I would just say just be patient and keep the faith. You know, be patient and keep the faith. I feel like that's you know, two principles of life that we all need to work on, you know, or just keep building on, you know, just, you know, just be patient, you know, keep the faith and everything will come to you that is for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You want to do sponsors real quick? Oh yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Let's, let's, let's shout out our sponsors. We got a sponsor, uh, Nation Products and Nation Products is Child Literacy Advocates. Like them on Facebook and that's how you can get these titles they have uh, some new titles, uh, Afro Beats, one, two, three book. Um, it teaches your children uh, their how to read, you know, the, mm-hmm. the beginnings of math. Also, you have Chemistry for Children, um, which is a new title. And you can you can find all this on Facebook. Again, Nation Products on Facebook. Like them on Facebook. And Public Service Announcement, you know. The Final Call newspaper. Uh, we we got to uh, have our own media that's unbought by corporate America. Right. And news that doesn't vilify our, us and in, in our community. So, again, that's finalcall.com. Uh, support the Final Call newspaper. And the fund that that's going to acquire farmland, the economic blueprint, the economicblueprint.org. It's only five cents a day, um, thirty-five cents a week, eighteen dollars and twenty cents a year, and that'll be a basis for economic development. Again, it's economicblueprint.org. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. This thank is you. the Business Building Blocks podcast. Thank you for coming on the show, John. For sure, thank for sure. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. All right. Y'all tune in next week. This is the Business Building Blocks podcast. You have one more thing to say? No, no. We'll just see you next okay, week. Okay, we'll see you know, y'all next this, week. This has been an excellent uh, episode. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Thanks.